Project Sapient is a podcast meant to engage our brothers and sisters in the law enforcement and military communities in conversations that we all know we need to have. All opinions you'll hear are our own, are protected by our First Amendment of the United States Constitution, and in no way reflect or are meant to reflect the opinion of any specific agency, officer, or service member. Some opinions may be controversial. Listener discretion is advised. Enjoy. What up, Terminator? Hey, (laughs) what do you think? Keep this on? I think you should keep it on. All right. Nobody wants to see your fucking, your eyes right now, red, (laughs) hung over like a motherfucker. right. Oh, my God. Guys, Project Sapient, thank you for listening. We want to thank our supporters, HavocJournal.com, JimJunkies.com, VectorShields.com, WellnessForWarriors.live, LiveBoston617.org. EagleEyeFirearmsMA.com, ODKit.com, and GunTrack.app. We love you. We thank you so much. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. I know I've told you guys a bunch of times, YouTube's still giving us shit. Put your glasses back on, hey, man. Hey, I don't want to hey. look at you. All right, fine, fine. I'll keep them on. If I can't see him, he can't see me. <laughs> yeah, right. Hey, tell people about our fucking numbers, dude. Oh, yeah, man. We, we are at, like, tens of thousands. All Like, it just skyrocketed. Insane, right? It's awesome. And we've been getting tons of emails. Yep. Tons of... Attaboys, you know, just because, again, it's refreshing that we're actually putting it out there. Like, yeah. we're putting the message out there. That's yeah. it. Like, again, like, enough. Enough. Absolutely you enough. Know, we're and putting it out there. We're, we're Again, like uh, our previous episode with KP, yep. um, we're the boots on the ground. We're the ones who have to deal with this bullshit that's going on all over the country yeah. with our poli- with our politicians, with uh, with police leaders, with mm-hmm. even all the way up to the White House. You know, it's, mm-hmm. we're the ones who are actually affected, and the people are affected. I just I love the fact that we're we're putting it out there, right? Yeah. But people are responding to it. Oh my God, yeah. You know, the Wellness for Warriors people, the, yep. uh, KP with Fit Cops and yep. all that. Like, yep. people are actually responding to it. And there's, like, like in the emails that we're getting, they're yeah. like, holy shit, you guys are speaking truth. And it's like, yeah, we're going to fucking speak truth because this shit's worth it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You know, Our people, lives are worth it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's the thing. It's 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 pathetic that, um, you know, being being even a, a, a military guy and then law enforcement, it's like it's the same shit that you deal with same shit sandwich that yeah. all you are is a fucking number and <laughs> here we'll push you to do our fighting or our this or yep. enforce our policy and then when something goes wrong oh it's your fault right well speaking about policy oh yeah uh, <laughs> that's right article the article that we're doing this one this is this is a really good article you did it's a little bit close to my heart because I found an opportunity when it was posted on Havoc Journal, mm-hmm. and somebody made some stupid comments on it. Well, when you want to start comparing police to the Third Reich, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you're getting a little extreme, the, you know? The good thing is is that like most people don't know my—I'm I'm sure a lot of our listeners can see yeah. our personalities now— mm-hmm. Like from our humor and, and, and all that. Yeah. But most people online don't know that I'm a complete troll. <laughs> and when hey. I find an opportunity, I'm going to poke. Dude, I love the, I love the poking. Cause it was, it was like, because he just kept going with the yeah. whole third Reich yeah. talk. And you're like, 
I'm to, like, you mad, bro? Yeah, I know. <laughs> then that's all you're right. He'll, he'll do this long ass paragraph, yeah. and you're like, you mad, bro? <laughs> yeah, I even said to him, man, thanks for being an English major. Like, all it is is a lot of times these people get so emotional. Yeah. And I, I think that's part of the problem. I'm not dissing this guy, right? Like, yeah, yeah. He, you can get emotional for whatever you want, but yeah. I don't even know if he's a cop or not. Stop getting emotional about yeah, things that you see on social media. I know. Uh, that, that's the thing. When you see things social media or you're seeing it on the media, yeah. which right, that, that's its own thing all on its own. And actually, Havoc Journal recently posted this great, uh, great, um, I'll call it, was it like a meme or, or, a, or a thing where it said, remember when WWE, uh, everyone found out yeah. it was actually fake. I saw that. Yeah. yeah. Everyone found out that it was fake, but still watched it and liked it. That's where we now, are. That's where we are now with the media. Hundred percent, dude. Right? It's fucking. What was the Undertaker? Yeah, Fuck. yeah. I mean, I mean, that's the thing. It was like it's it's like, yes, we know it's bullshit. Yeah. But let's take it all in. Every like it's entertainment. You oh, watch yeah. it. You're like, oh my god! Like, well, my my, uh, my uh, scene that I love in uh, with Denzel Washington Training Day, where he's sitting down reading the Boom. newspaper. Exactly. Where he's reading the newspaper, and Ethan Hawke keeps interrupting him. Yeah. Reading the newspaper, and he said, "You see this? This is a newspaper." 90% bullshit, yeah. but it entertains me. You know, so it's that's like, exactly it. That's it's entertainment. That, exactly. He's a big law enforcement supporter, I think, oh, too, right? Huge, huge law enforcement. Denzel. Uh, military, uh, yeah, military, uh, military supporter. Very, very big. Um, recently, he had made a movie. I think it came out on HBO Max um, with Jared Leto. Good movie, uh, like a serial killer thriller type thing where, where he's a detective and stuff like that. Uh, someone asked him about, you know, in the climate right now, portraying a cop, and he actually really laid it out like did he really oh yeah no he, he I, I don't remember the exact quote but it was all support it was all support yeah it was all support I guy, mean, you got to realize guys like people in hollywood that take stances and support for law enforcement they're they're putting themselves out there well and and you got again these um like him he's probably one of the greatest actors ever right you know and he's he's highly uh regarded highly respected and he at least has coherent thoughts. <laughs> Unlike listening to some of these other ones that you're like, hey, yeah. I don't know what he just said. Yeah, what kind of neural misfire did yeah, you just fucking have? Exactly, exactly. All right, I just got your article up here. Guys, yes. it's posted on Havoc Journal. Um, everyone loses by making police scapegoats for bad policies. Yeah, yeah. I wrote this uh, May 10th, 2021. Mm -hmm. So you always ask me, like, there's certain articles I write, you know that something happened or I, yep. you know, and, and this is actually, I put it right in the first paragraph of what happened. Yep. So, you know, we go to a lot of family, uh, birthday barbecues or whatever, friends of my son, friends of your kids. Sure. Like, you know, we'll go out. Most of them, uh, don't know what I do for work. And, and though uh, there are times I'll say, yeah, I'm a cop. Uh, it, it depends on the crowd. Yep. Right. I mean, you, you know, we, we got our spidey senses tingling if, if something doesn't seem right and we won't say anything, but, um, but in this one, you know, where I was at this birthday party for uh, uh, my, one of my son's best friends, um, people, you know, they saw me and they were like, oh, what do you do for, you know, and we got to talking and doing adult conversations. God, I hate I those fucking conversations. I know. Like, go on. <laughs> I'd rather talk about SpongeBob. Right? <laughs> but <laughs> Why can't we talk about fucking anything? Why is it like the third question that fucking people have when they meet you is what do you do? Well... I, also cultural, right? I don't know if in Greece they do this, but in Lebanon they do this. When you meet somebody, it's going to be the first three things. Your name, 
uh, what religion. Really? And, and uh, what you do for work. I didn't know that. Yeah, that's like a standard. No, see, that's very opposite in, in Greece. Yeah, it's 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 kind of like it's kind of like standard where uh, because there, there are times where I'd be uh, you know uh, uh, talking to some Lebanese or whatever and like, oh, are you uh, Muslim or Christian? You know, it's okay. always part of the conversation yeah, yeah. because that way they know what which side you're from. So or these whatever. are like foundational things. Oh for yeah, you guys. yeah, foundational. We just talk about it. It's just like when wow. I was in Iraq. First question, they knew I was Muslim, but then they were like, "Were well, you? Are you Sunni or Shia?" Which I would never say, because depending on <laughs> a little which, touchy. Yeah, depending <laughs> again, you know, they've been living like that. Uh, listen, we're getting way off topic. Okay, all right, all right, let's get let's really. <laughs> Everyone in. loses by making police scapegoats <laughs> for bad policies. So I was at this barbecue, yeah. um, and um, like none of my spidey senses were tingling to tell me there was something wrong or yeah. got a bad vibe for somebody. So it was. You know, uh, got to talking, and finally they asked me, what do you do for work? And my typical response is, depending on where I am, oh, I work for, for the city. And that's it. Usually that's yeah. what I leave it as. And they're like, oh, what do you do in the city? I'm like, huh. You know, that, that's when I decide. So I tell them DPW. But then I, you know, then I kind of let it sit, and then I was thinking about it for the day, and a couple days after, I'm like, why the fuck did I just do that? <laughs> You know, right. There was no, I didn't have, there was no, no reason, reason, no yeah. reason to, these were decent, you know, good people, like, right. you know, hardworking, all that. So and did you feel bad or were you trying to le like legitimize why you did it? Maybe you picked up something subconsciously. Well, I was doing both, right? I was trying to figure out why I did that, why I said that. Um, and the realization really is it's almost like being ashamed of having the badge now yeah. because of what's going on in the, envi you know, the yep. environment that we're in and everything. It's almost like taboo to say you're a cop. See, as much as I hate it too, and you know that I love fucking with people, yeah, I still would be the same way. Yeah. Cause I got, <laughs> I got asked maybe two, three days ago too. Yeah. And it was like the feeling that I had. So a lot of guys know that I, I had other jobs yeah. while I'm in the thing. So yeah. like I did mortgage origination. I was yeah. a banker. So a lot of times that was my scapegoat. Yeah. They'd be like, what do you do? And I'd be like, Hey, I'm a loan officer. Yeah. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> and that was it. Yeah. But now that I've left all that stuff to the side, it's kind of weird for me. Yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I, I mean, again, there was really no real reason. And, and I mean, other than days where I was working for the task force or whatever, mm -hmm. you know, I was different. I wouldn't say what I do or whatever, but you know, here's the thing. I'm, I'm on the news at times because whether it's an arrest at the local paper, you know what I mean? So, so it's, it, you know, my name, you can look me up on Google and uh, I'm awesome. <laughs> yes, because I am. And thank you uh, for my service. I always say that. <laughs> so, so I mean, you go on Google and type in my name. You'll see, right, them, right. Um, you know, cop, city cop, whatever, and and all uh, and all that. So, I, uh, I and uh, it, it was like so. I, I think it is just that feeling of being ashamed of, unfortunately, the, the the shame of having the badge. Yeah. And and you know, I remember when I graduated back in the academy, uh, two thousand seven. Um, was in uh, formation outside in, in in the big city, and we were swearing our oaths. Tons of civilians watching. People were clapping as we're marching, and and it was it was actually like, well, oh, it's cool, you yeah. know. Um, 
you know, I, what I realized, like, you know, when you get the badge, oh, people turn to you for help. And, you know, all the stuff that comes with the badge, all the burdens, so to speak, sure. that come with the badge, it kind of gets real, yeah. you know, after the academy. Right. Especially that, that first call. <laughs> I remember um, mine, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, be, but being a cop in this day and age in the U.S., you're now vilified. You're, you're, you're a villain. I'll tell you, you mentioned 2007, the graduation, yeah. right? And you're you're saying formation outside and getting ready and yeah. swearing our oaths and everything shiny and fucking great. I remember my graduation a few years before that. Yeah. And it was in a, again, big part of the city like yeah. yours. Yeah. And um, it was a congested part of the city. Yeah. I remember being outside, like all of our friends, all of our family, yeah. all that shit, and people driving by were like beeping mm -hmm. and waving and like giving you the thumbs up and all that shit. And I remember looking inside the cars to see if it's like somebody that was just in here, like yeah. our people. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, are they dressed up? Yeah, are they yeah, whatever? Yeah. And it wasn't. No, yeah, that's the same thing I saw. It was like civilians driving by and they were like, oh shit, a, a class just graduated. Yep. Good, good job, guys. And yep. like, I don't think we see that today. No, <laughs> no. Uh, yeah, definitely no. And, and you know, so so it, it's, again, we've been vilified. Vilified by the very politicians who made these awful policies and laws that police are required to enforce. Yep. Um, I think this is the part where the guy decided to go all Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, let's break this down. Let's, yeah. Yeah, so, so, <laughs> are you ready? <laughs> I'm taking notes. <laughs> so, uh, um. An article I read a little while ago uh, by former Minneapolis Mayor Betsy Hodges. Uh, Betsy! Yeah. Um, highlighted the disconnect between law enforcement and politicians. Uh, and this is her quote. Um, I remember clearly one officer, a middle-aged white man uh, who is now a, uh, who was now a sergeant um, with the department, looking me dead in the eye, cursing me out in front of the entire room. I needed to take a walk in their shoes, he said, peppering his insults with profanity so that I could know what it's like. He complained of protesters calling us names, getting in our faces, throwing objects at officers, and you're letting them, he said. The not fully bottom line of his message was clear. White liberals like me asked the police to do our dirty work, dealing with the racial and economic in inequities our policies create. Normally, we turn a blind eye to these harsh methods that many of them use to achieve our goals of order. Uh, of order, pretend that isn't what we've done, and then su act surprised when their tough guy behavior goes viral and gets renewed scrutiny. Yeah. Whatever else you want to say about a police officer, they know whether they can articulate it neatly or not. That we are asking them to step into. Uh, a breach left by our bad policies. The creation of more uh, of uh, more uh, just systems won't guarantee the prevention of atrocities, but the status quo in cities created by white liberals uh, invites brutal policing. And this was, again, uh, mm -hmm. an, an opinion by uh, a former Minneapolis mayor. So to me, her statement said it all. Right. I mean, she 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 pointed the finger right back at her. Yeah. Right. Reason why things are the way they are. Um, and and uh, let's go to the guy who commented, uh, decided to say, well, I remember, I remember back in 1940, blah, 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 blah. You know, like, really, dude? 
no, these fuck. <laughs> if these fucking politicians tell us to round up people and let's <laughs> march them to gas chambers, I'll tell you right now, every fucking cop in this country will revolt and we will have an <laughs> ultimate civil war because we won't do that shit. This is why I asked him, like, are you a cop? Yeah, uh, it, it was like uh, unbelievable. Like, I didn't particularly care if he was a cop or not, but I'm like, how can it, it's dumbfounding to me that that would have been a cop with reading this shit. Yeah. And then getting into, you know, where have we heard? Because I've said that before, that line, where have we seen this before? Yeah. Right. Yeah. But I think it's a little bit more relative than to 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 that to pol than policies. I know. I, I mean, that's the thing. I'm not saying that if a politicians, if the politicians make a law and say you will shoot this guy, th these people dead in, you know, right. on the street, whatever. Uh, no time out. <laughs> Here's the thing that a lot of people don't realize. And I can almost guarantee you in every state, it's the true, it's, it's the same, right? Yeah. Like we have the U S constitution. Then we yeah. have the state constitution yeah. and our laws here are based on the state constitution exactly. with the foundation of the federal. Exactly. Right. The biggest thing that we have in our in our legislature, in our laws, in our police powers, is discretion. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, that's, that's... There's only, there's very few things in our laws, and correct me if I'm wrong, there's very few things in our laws that we have mandatory... Arrests. Yeah. Arrests I for. mean, domestics, uh, domestic violence, uh, uh, some really heinous crimes. You're talking, they're up there. They're, they're, they're it's like there. the heinous shit. Yeah, it's the heinous shit. It's that, the, the stuff which, that really goes against society. Which anybody would be like, yeah, you're... Right under a fucking arrest, right. <laughs> you know? So, so yeah, no, I, I agree. And, and, but you know, as well as I do, I'd say 85% of all the other laws is discretion. I would say more, but yeah, I agree. Or, or more. Right. I mean, it could be 90%, 95%. Right. It's there's it's discretion. Discretion. So we're not this Gestapo. We're not. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah. I mean, this article clearly stated that, Police follow policy yeah. blindly, yeah, like the Third Reich, yeah. and collect people and kidnap them and do whatever. Uh, yeah, <laughs> go ahead, Pete. Please let it out. Uh, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I just don't understand it. I just don't understand it. Like, <clears throat> I'm always a prop proponent for speaking up. Yeah, I'm always a proponent for speaking up, whether you're right or wrong. It, oh, it, it God-given right. It, but it gets conversation going. It, yeah. it invokes thought. It yeah. invokes. I'm gonna say it. That was probably the stupidest fucking thing I have ever heard in my life. Oh no, I, I was I, I couldn't stop. That's why I, when I sent it to you, I sent you the screenshot. And I'm like, look at this clown. <laughs> you kind of instigated me though, too. I did. I did that purposely. <laughs> I got your blood pressure at 170 over 100. That's my, that's my baseline. <laughs> All right, go, go on, go so, on. So, um, so to continue, so yeah, so it puts us, it, it, her statement said it all. Policies created by politicians put the police in a bad spot. Mm -hmm. um, over a decade of these types of policies has tarnished the badge. I mean, we've seen it. You and, my, you and me talk about it. Uh, budget cuts, lack of proper training, lack of proper accountability, uh, hiring standards dropping rapidly, having uh, uh, have placed individuals who shouldn't be cops on the job on the job. You're like, what the fuck? You know, you, you, like yeah. at this point, you should be like, all right, you know what? Uh, you're halfway through high school. Yeah, you can be a cop now. 
Right. You know, like that's the way it's it's getting. It seems that it's getting. Um, and, and, and these things cause the badge to become an object of shame. All these things, you compile them right. all together. I mean, I mean, you know, we talk in policing totality of circumstances and all that stuff. You want to think of everything that's been going on in this country for the past decade or more is actually finally catching up. See, you, you bring that up. And what comes to mind is policing has been around forever. Oh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, what, the 1800s? Yes. Okay. Yes. There was always some form of watchman. There was always some form of, but the the, the true policing, you know, yeah. from the sheriffs on down and everything, has been around from the 1800s. Yeah, they've always been that part of society that keeps everything together. Yeah, always. Yeah, right. Yeah. We're not we're not trying to glorify the profession. No, it's the truth. It's uh, yeah. We keep society from disorder. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So. What's happened in the last 10 years, based on policies, based on the media, based on everything, and it, this is how I visualize it in my mind. You know, we see the domino effect. Yeah, yeah. It's a little more than that. Yeah. Because being the foundation, the in the middle of society. Yeah. Right? All the dominoes are starting to oh, fall. Yeah, coming together. Together. Yeah. On and, top of us. Yeah. It's yeah. not one way or the other. It's no, that everything's I, 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 coming I, down. I like that. Yeah. You, you see what I'm saying? Yeah, like I'm trying and, to visualize we're, it. We're still standing, right. but everything is on us. You're holding it up. Yeah. You're holding those last fucking dominoes up. Yeah. And what people don't realize is that when one falls, that's the it. other is going to come down too. Yeah. And then society's fucked. And society dumb. is fucked. I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like I said, it, it's, it is a shame because the badge reflects what American society has become. That's what I see it as. It always reflected what American society was. Exactly. It always did, man. Like, yeah. you just think of, like, the 50s. Yeah. Yeah, there were issues in policing back then. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hands down. Yeah. There were issues. We've worked those out. But just think about it. Like, the American dream, the American neighborhood, the, yeah. you know, the cop driving through. I saw a video yesterday, dude, not to get on a tangent, but it's relative. I saw a video yesterday of a cop walking through a school mm -hmm. on, on his beat. Oh, is that the one where the teacher kicked him uh, or the principal, the principal kicked him out? The principal yeah. walks up to him and she's like, yeah. hey, what are you doing here? And yeah. he's like, I'm just, I'm just walking through. Like, yeah. And she was like, uh, no. He no. kind of instigated, not instigated, but he was kind of like, well, do you not want me here? Yeah. I would have done the same. Like, yeah. why do you have a problem that I'm walking through the school where my friend's kids are? I, I used to do. I, I mean, as patrol, yeah, like, right. even, even uh, regular uh, plain clothes, I'd go in, like, I, I, obviously I'd do myself, hey, I'm you know, police and they're, but, they're fine though because they know me. But break it down fundamentally. It's, yeah. it's city property. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's city property. You have every fucking right to I be know. there. I know. I know. I can do a walkthrough anytime I want. But just think of that. I, what yeah. I'm trying to say is in the nineties, when we were in grade school and all that, yeah. if a police officer walked through our school, yeah. the teachers would be like, everybody say hi, everybody, yeah, yeah. you know what I mean? Come inside, sir. Blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah. Like, yeah. Think of where it's gotten. I know that that's the thing. The I mean, dominoes. Yeah, I mean, look at look at all these uh, teachers' unions all over saying we do not want SROs in the schools anymore because it intimidates students. Blah 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 blah. Uh, I can't tell you how many times SROs uh, that I've worked with have been some of the most phenomenal I, cops yeah. I've ever worked with. These guys and gals know the kids inside and out. Well, to be in that job, yeah, you. You almost had to like ask for it, or if oh, you yeah. were asked to do it, you almost want to do it. Oh yeah, right? you want to yeah. be around the kids. You yeah. want to, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's your own little world. You're policing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know, know what I mean? And and it, it it they're they're hands down some of the best cops yeah. that I know. And and you're talking about again the de-escalation techniques they have. 
and how they can take a massive brawl right. without really doing much, just saying a couple things and it's all said and done. Look, you're dealing with SROs, man. We love you guys. You're dealing with the most sensitive part of our society. Yeah. Our kids. Yeah. And you know, as well as I do, you can say one wrong thing to a kid. <laughs> yeah. But you know what I mean? Uh, you're dealing with the most sensitive and the, and the best part of our society, our future. I actually just did that, actually. Confession. Before I got, uh, before I came here, I uh, did say something to my son to uh, invoke a reaction, and then I just left. <laughs> Told my wife, here you go. <laughs> you dick. Sorry, not sorry. <laughs> <laughs> dick. <laughs> But like, yeah, no, I got you. It's true, uh, right? No, it's you just true. did it with your son. No, no, it's it's one hundred percent true. I mean, it's the these kids like like SROs in high schools. That's even like more volatile, right? You that, know, that's uh, what I mean. You know, remember back in high school, like hormones and growing and all that shit that's going on, and your emotions are everywhere. And talk about truly volatile area. Yeah, and and these SROs handle it so well. You know, and, and again, like you said, you either get asked to do it or you put in for right. it and you're the right fit because yeah. not anybody can be an SRO. Exactly. It has to take a certain kind of cop to be that. I just, it falls in line with what we're talking about with policies. Exactly. Right. Like why are, why is the principal and I get the principal, that's her house. Yeah. Right. I get that. I respect yeah. that. Yeah. But why has it gotten to the point where she's questioning the police officer walking through? That's uh, again, you, it's 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 society and, and po politics and the media and it, it's the combination of everything. It's a combination of it all. I know, man. You know that that's been going on for the past, you know, that domino effect for the past few decades, and and it's it's finally it's finally caught up. You know, it's a shame that now um, people that are truly evil are out there using this kind of climate to their advantage. Right. You see it, I see it. Yeah. Again, we're boots on the ground, people. Yep. We're not the ones sitting upstairs in the corner office, you know, writing grants. And right. Whatever else, you know, that comes to mind. Yeah, they can uh, have an opinion too, but don't, oh yeah, they can have don't think that it's better than the boots on the ground. Yeah, the boots on the ground are the one that we're the ones that have the pulse of the society. You know, uh, we, we I, I like what you just did with your finger. You like that? That's what I Giggity. Giggity. <laughs> so it's 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 bad. You know, it's a shame that proactive officers are forced to sit back and watch society destroy itself from within. Now officers have to decide whether an action is going to put them in jail, cause them to lose their home, yeah. or lose their family, or even lose their life. You know, now now yeah. these thoughts are in their head. You know, so there was an incident that occurred. Um, uh, I'm not going to name departments, whatever. Um, clear... Use of force would have been fine. Yep. Uh, really bad. All that shit um, could have gone worse because the reasoning was the officer told the uh, the higher ups um, he didn't want to be the next one on TV. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? How sad it, is that? It's, it's not. Again, they were not in the wrong at all. There was nothing like they. It, it was an extremely violent encounter with a very bad person. That that needed a little more than just sir, please right. escort position to the ground. Right, you know it, it. It needed a little more than that. Right, you know, taser didn't work. OC spray didn't work. So it it was violent. It was very violent. And the only thought that this young officer had, who is a, a good cop, uh, proactive again, all all the right attributes of being the cop, um, said he didn't he didn't want to because he he didn't want to be on TV. 
I get it. We're not dogging him. No. Right? Not at all. Because call a spade a spade, you and I have both thought these things. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Right? I mean... The greatest warrior and the greatest guardian, these things have gone through your head. Yeah. Absolutely. But it's 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 kind of like part of our enough campaign. Yeah. We've let the dominoes fall. Yeah. We're holding them up. Yep. And by holding them up, we're saying enough. Well, we we we've stayed silent too long. Again. It's exactly. I it. blame us too, right? I'm not just pointing fingers at anybody. I also blame the profession because of us being so insulated and not not talking about these things. I, I'll tell you how I look at that by blaming us. Yeah. Right. There's a lot of times where things do get emotional. You yeah. can't you can't really do things about certain things. Yeah. But there's a lot of times where you've said it to a buddy, and if it was happening to you or yeah. me, I would expect vice versa. Be like, yeah. hey, enough, come yeah. out of it. Yeah. Yeah. Come out. Yeah. Stop. Yeah. Right. Kind of like the victim of a domestic violence. Yeah. We're being victimized here. Yeah. We're allowing ourselves to be victimized. As much as the victims, and this is not, this isn't like a blanket fucking all victims of domestic violence. So yeah. don't get your panties in a bunch. <laughs> but like a lot of times you look at this victim of domestic violence. Yeah. A lot of times they're women. Yeah. And you look at them and in your head you're like, sweetie, why haven't you gotten out of this? Yeah. You know that it's almost impossible for them to get out of it. Yep. Right. Yeah. So like, I, I'm just saying that to, so people can understand where I'm coming from. With yeah. This. No, I, I dealt you know with one, I mean? uh, someone like that today. So right. I, I get 100% understand. And, that. and you're saying to yourself, what the fuck is wrong with this chick? Why won't she get out of this yeah. goddamn relationship? Oh, I love him. And like, how do you love him? Uh, you, you know what I'm saying? I didn't think it. I actually said it to her. Right. Fuck. Why right. the fuck are you still with me? Right. You know, like, right. Right. I actually said, that. I feel like, and, and, and these these victims don't want to be the victim. No. Right? I'm not saying that we're the victim. Yeah. But we are. Yeah. We're allowing this shit. Well, that's the thing. Again, the key, key thing is we allowed it. Yeah. We allowed it to happen. We allowed politicians to dictate actions of police. We, right. We allowed politicians to, who have never done the job, to make rules and regulations like with DT, um, uh, and even like, even with certain defensive tactics, you're like, that will never work, you know, like, and, and it's only the approved moves you're allowed to do. And you're like, well, if you want to die, yeah, yeah, it's let's, approved. Let's, let's do that move, you know? So, so this, the disconnect between the street cop and the admin is huge and even more so. Top down, it's top even down. more so. It's even more so. Right. Um, and, and uh, like, it's it's unbelievable to me. Like, I'll meet some people who are up there, um, never been in a fight, never had a quarrel, never been into an intense argument that led to a fight. Like, right. like again, I'm not saying you need to be a freaking gorilla and just beat your way through everything. But <laughs> like what, me. Well, but, or like me, but... but what I'm saying is life experience is very important. Right. You know, your experiences shape who you are. Yeah. You know, and, and, and it's up to you whether it was a bad experience or a good experience, it's up to you to pu pull yourself out of it or, or keep going on, on the good, good track. Right. So, so that's what I told like this victim. I, I, I said to, uh, to the victim, I said, I group people in two different spots. You, you know that. I said there are victims of circumstance yep. who are druggies, whatever, addicts, and, and just, you know, shit out of luck, had to shoplift to do something, whatever. Yep. All right. And then there's a truly evil fucks out there. Right. Which the suspect in this is a fucking evil fuck. Right. Like I have, there's no helping this, him, you know, on this. So 
again, though, like somebody like that, though, is using this climate to their advantage. Of course they are. Stopping us from doing what we should be doing, protecting victims. Yes. What happened when COVID happened, right? And our wonderful courts shut down. And then on top of that, they started uh, releasing certain offenders. Recognizance releases. Recognizance releases. Yeah, recognizance. Some really, really violent fucks out there. And fucking, it was like a war zone out there. Don't get me wrong. Like, even though courts are opening now, yeah, it's still going on. Oh, no, it's still going on. Every uh, night I go to work and I look up at the prisoner board and I'm yeah. like, $140 bail. Yeah. Armed robbery. Yep. With a gun. Yep. What? <laughs> that reminds me. Uh, st- state police, when they released that statement about the biker gang guy. Yeah. Violent fight. All right. He had guns, drugs, uh, violent uh, motorcycle gang. All that stuff, uh, $40 bail. <laughs> Fought the cop. Fought the cop trying to push him into traffic and everything. Oh, fuck me. $40 bail. That's how. That's where society's getting to or imagine, has gotten to. Imagine that. You know, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's nuts on how, how y- you'd think somebody like that, yeah, no release. Like, <laughs> fuck it, you're, you're, you're one bad dude. But no, $40 bail. I love the fact that, like, a lot of these things in society, people are saying, you know, we're going after poor people. We're going after this and that. And that's why a lot of these bails are so low, yeah. right? I grew up poor. I grew up very poor. So, so did I. And I remember in high school, we had, a, we had an officer come in. Uh, it might have been a trooper. It might have been local PD. I don't, I don't remember particularly. Mm-hmm. But I remember him saying that the number one of the number one things, got, people will flip out about this. In these days, one of the things that he was saying was, if you get caught drunk driving, it's going to cost your family at least $10,000. Yeah. At least. Yeah. This was back then, too. And he's, he's totally right. It's probably 20 grand now, yeah, oh, right? Yeah. yeah. And I remember that having an effect on me, right? And a lot of people are going to hear that, and they're going to get all fucking twisted up about it. And like, oh, well, it's, it's always about money. It's, a lot of times, yeah, it, it has to be. You know, yeah. you were talking to a poor kid. That didn't want to put his parents through that yeah, bullshit. Yeah, ten thousand dollar, a ten thousand dollar fucking thing. Yeah, and I know that if you did get, because some of my friends did, they'd get locked up for OUI or stupid shit, and they'd yeah. have like a two thousand dollar bail. Yeah, and their parents would beat the shit out of them for it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, yeah. Know, you know what I mean? It's, it's yeah. <laughs> the, the the point, I guess, the point I'm trying to make is that there there were consequences all around. Yeah. Right. Not these days, man. These Th- days, that's what I'm it, saying. It, it's it's not there. I, I've 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 seen parents come in and and yell at us. Us, yeah. For example, a kid who had a shootout in front of a school, yep. and the parents are only mad because we held them too long. Well, uh, was, was are you talking about the same video that I saw, or is it something? That no, you no. Did? This is the one I told you about just earlier. Okay. Uh, about that shootout. Okay. Uh, but no, go ahead. If, if the, you have another, example there there right was ahead. one where the kid got in a car chase. Yeah. Th- he was in a shootout. Kid got in a car chase. Yep. It was like it was a juvenile, which is sad. Yeah. Right. The kid was like twelve. Um. They end up getting in a huge foot chase, and the and one of the guys has him at low ready. Yeah. At like you could clearly see it in the body camera, like low ready. Whether it was low ready or not doesn't matter. Like, yeah. I'd still be pointing my fucking weapon at him, right? Yeah. And the kid ended up having a cell phone in his hand, and he yeah. was like, drop the cell phone, drop the cell phone, and the kid did. Yeah. And then the cop went right back down to the low ready. The mother sued. I'm sure she got paid. 
Well, it's it's ongoing. It like just happened oh, she, like two she, days ago. She, she's she, gonna get paid. Yeah, she's gonna get paid. Like, it almost comes back to remember during the protests where that video came out of that kid, the Antifa kid, protesting, and the mom fucking went and found oh, him. I loved it. And she was smacking the Dude, shit out of him in public. Yeah, the remember? Oh well, yeah. Grabbed him by the back of the fucking shirt and was throwing him like yeah. a rag doll. I, yeah. Like I wanted to go hug that woman. Yeah. Right. That's what's stopping kids from being assholes. So. Uh, yesterday there was a call that got uh, that uh, police got dispatched to, and I listened to it, and I'm like, "Are you fucking serious?" Uh, the call was at one of our local um, habitats, I'll call it. Uh, kids playing in the dumpster, throwing trash at each other. The police were called about that. I mean, it's fun, but why do you need police to respond? If I was playing in a dumpster, I, my mother would probably do one of two things. She'd probably punch me in the fucking head. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Or she'd be like, dumbass. Yeah. Stay there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But that's, but again, though, that that's, it shows you the level of parenting yeah. where they don't want to be parents. Let's call the police. They don't want to be parents, dude. They'd rather fucking scroll on their Instagram feed and. And live life as numb as possible. I know. Yeah. Well, that's exactly it. Right. Would they rather have the hammer, you know, police the hammer, deal with a gentle issue? That's a really great analogy. Right. That's a great analogy. Like, why would you call the police on that bullshit? Yeah. I've I've had parents call police. Uh, I remember. I mean, this is a few times. Uh, kids are not getting out of bed to go to school. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Right. See, I totally disagree with putting fear with the police. No, it, right? it's, I totally it's, it's not. It's not a. It's not about the the fear, but using it for the right reasons. For the right reasons, I was just going to say. The however, part of my statement was as much as we respected the police, and my parents didn't use that fear too much. Yeah. Once in a while, they would throw it in. Yeah. Once in a while, they would throw it in and be like, "Hey, if you do this and that, the police are going to fuck. They're going to fuck you up." Yeah. You know what I mean? It was appropriate is what I'm trying to say. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't like me not wanting to get out of bed. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, you know what I mean? uh, one thing that did not work I learned early on in my life is uh, one of my friends in middle school telling me that if my dad smacks me, tell him that you're going to call the cops. He won't do it anymore. And he smacked you harder. My dad told me you're going to be dead before the cops get here. Yeah. And I went back to my friend Jay and I said, you fucking asshole. Yeah. I got my ass handed to me even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I think I've told the story before. If not, I'll, I'll tell it, right? I was a young kid. I was a young kid, b barely in high school. Like, you just got into, like, drinking age. Yeah, yeah. Right? And we were all hanging out in a certain part of the woods. Yeah. We'll remain nameless. <laughs> and everybody was drinking. Cops show up. Mm -hmm. A couple of kids run. A couple of kids fucking mouth off to the cops. One of the cops thought I said something. Mm -hmm. I didn't. I, there, I did nothing wrong. I was mm -hmm. just hanging out. I wasn't even drinking. I was just hanging out with my friends, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And the cop ends up fucking smacking me. <laughs> but he smacks me, throws me in the back of the cruiser, takes me home. Okay? Oh, your parents must have loved that. And my mother fucking lit me up. <laughs> like, I'm a big fucking 18-year-old kid, 16-year-old yeah. kid. She lit me up. Yeah, yeah. The ironic part is... Ten years, no, eight, nine years later, I ended up working with the same fucking cop, <laughs> and I ended up saving his ass in a roll. Like yeah. he dropped an OT and fucking everything. Yeah. Right. But the, the point that I was trying to make is, there was this level of like, if today that happened, right? Oh yeah, no, the yeah. 
you you'd be in federal fucking prison. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you would. I mean, I mean, but but again, though, it, it goes to you know, time and time again, uh, we've seen that. Uh, like I t- like I said earlier, with that example of that cop, where now using force, uh, they'd rather not because they don't want to be that guy or that girl How on deadly TV, is that? and and they could get seriously hurt or killed. You know, we we know that, and and. You know, I, and and I'm not saying uh, let the bad ones get away with crimes or whatever. What I'm saying is the, the broad stroke of the media, politicians, and other groups that have caused violence against good, hardworking cops has has destroyed it. And and again, I'm gonna go back to that example. You know, one day I'm gonna I'm gonna find on YouTube and we're gonna post that that thing that Bernie Sanders said, and I'll I'll never forget it, and I'll never forgive him for it. Do you get yeah. And and I will always put that in any of my articles just to show how disconnected and how asinine yeah. these 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 fucking elected officials get. He said, "If you disrespect a cop, you will be shot in the back of the head." That was his statement to a young. 18, 19-year-old college student uh, who, uh, I guess he was in a college that's predominantly uh, black, um, but that was his response to an 18 or 19-year-old student at that school when the student asked him, you know, uh, because of what's going on with policing and I'm afraid if I get pulled over, what can I do? And and his res- that response... <laughs> I have two things to say about this. Yeah, go, go. Are you done with your statement? Yeah, yeah, go. No, because I, I see that look in your eyes. I, I, get it out. <laughs> I have two things to say about it. Mm-hmm. One, I disagree with these kids thinking, shit, what's going to happen if I get stopped by the police? Mm-hmm. I disagree with that. But playing devil's advocate, I see why they're thinking it. Well, that, yeah. I see why they're thinking it because the the media is perpetuating this bullshit. Yeah. They're not getting exposed they're not being allowed to get exposed to the SROs. Yeah. To the, you know what I mean? Yeah. So I could see these kids. It's kind of like when we've talked about if we wanted to, we could we could train our kids to think that there's a fucking apocalypse and never leave the house. Yeah, exactly. Right? So these kids are being molded into yep. thinking this way. Yep. yep. So there's no shame in what the kid asked. No. I'm, again, it's not about the kid. Right. It's about this elected fucking... The two things that I have to say about this moron... Yeah. There we go. Well, <laughs> Proper terminology. I was going to say ragamuffin because of his <laughs> mittens, but okay. Remember the mittens? Yeah, yeah, the mittens. That was funny. I'll give him that. <laughs> the only good thing he's fucking good for. But but there's two things there. A, he didn't know how to respond, so he made shit up. And B, he found it an opportunity to feed into his base that he knows is being fucking lied to. Oh, yeah. how When you think about that, how fucking evil is that? Well, goes back to... Um, our friend there, the Third Reich, um, take his Sanders statement and apply it. And apply it. And be like, dude, what the fuck? You're, you're telling these kids that if, if you get pulled over and you disrespect a cop, you're going to get shot in the back of the head? I just... I'm, I'm, I'm like... It, it, it comes back to the wrestling. Yeah. It comes back to the wrestling. You see this shit. Yeah. 90% of people see this shit. And they still just go along with it. Yeah. <laughs> and they know it's bullshit. 
They, they oh know. yeah, it's good. Yeah, but oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's keep watching because you know what? Let let me change the chance of this next news because oh, there we go. It's yep. gonna say the same yeah, shit, but just in shit. reverse. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And and that's where we've gotten to, though, man. It's 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 like it, it's unbelievable because it's you got your Bernie Sanders out there. You've got your whomever mm-hmm. out there. You've got these police leaders that come up with shoot to incapacitate. And if you guys don't know about it, our next episode will will explain it. No, no, no. We're, when they hear this oh, one, it's going to be the one before. Right, yeah. So the one before. Yeah, I know. We're getting Doc Bevins. Yeah, Doc Bevins. So you guys would have already heard Doc Bevins uh, and myself and Pete talk about this police department in Georgia shoot to incapacitate. Is I mean, I mean it's like. We're getting set up to fail every single time a new bullshit policy comes out that is not well thought out, that is not presented to the boots on the ground to see if it makes sense for our day-to-day operations. I have a segue into it's relevant into what we're talking about. Yeah. The domino effect. Yeah. The domino is falling down. Yeah. What it's doing internally as we're holding everything up. Yeah. Being a military guy. Do you remember the video I sent you from the distinction between the U.S. Army video and the Russian yes. video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. What's that doing to us outside of this country? Oh, my. Well, I think I did write an article, which I think we should talk about this, about our enemy, our enemies outside the United States and how they're How that's using, affecting. How they're using this. Yeah. Against us. I would say, that I'm going to put some fucking aluminum foil on that there's been a lot of outside influence into these politicians. Oh, I, outside I, influence, I, I don't doubt it. Politicians trickles down. Yep. Right. I, I do not doubt it. Right onto us and weakening up some fucking soon like art of war shit. Yeah, no, I know it's weakening us from within. Here's the thing. Right. So I remember way back. Um, uh, I can't remember if it's something I heard um, uh, uh, over in Saudi Arabia, one of the Gulf states, where they were talking about how to take down the United States. And they basically said, I mean, they said perfectly, oh, you go after them economically. Absolutely. It doesn't have to be military. Why waste your resources? You you can slowly dissect (laughs) the U.S. Yeah. Nice and slow. And And he said that. He said, you take your time. Yep. And look what's happening now. Look at all the the time. Look at all of the, did you ever watch the kingdom? No, I haven't seen that yet. So good, dude. But look at all like the Viking shit, right? Like you could surround a fucking fort and not throw a single arrow or lose a single man and like draw them out because they can't eat. Yep. So our enemies are kind of taking advantage of us. Oh, absolutely. They're taking advantage of this environment. They're taking advantage of the rhetoric. Right. They know they're letting it happen. Well, here's the thing. They know that the last line of defense is going to be the police. Right. Because there's about a million of us. And if you take down the police, society is a lot easier to take over. But think about it. Like you said, it can, you're, so you're being, and we're not trying to get into like this, this whole political thing, right? Yeah, but it's no. the truth. We're, we're putting it out there, right? Because yeah. it's affecting policing. Yeah. The, the, every time a bad shoot or a quote unquote bad shoot comes out, it's not U.S. media that puts it out. It's everybody that fucking everyone, puts it out. Everyone. Eyes on U.S. Eyes on the U.S. Everywhere. And though. 
it's affecting our politicians. It's affecting our top politician, which is fucking sad. Mm-hmm. It's affecting our local politicians. It's it's affecting our economy, mm-hmm. which is in turn affecting our people's behavior. Yeah. Because when people's people pockets <laughs> aren't lined and yeah. they can't eat, they're going to get fucking pissed. Yeah. They're going to rob, they're going to cheat, and they're going to steal. Yeah. If yeah. my kids were hungry, I would do the same thing. Oh, yeah, no, well, that's right? normal human, uh, you know, behavior right. uh, or animal behavior. So even you know, I, break it down even further. We know you and I would become the biggest fucking animals this place oh, has ever oh, seen. Yeah, that's, but you know that's what I'm saying. Fact. Yeah. So I don't put it past people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I 100 percent agree. And and me and you talk to cops across the country. Yeah, thank you and, for that, and, guys. And, and yeah, no, I, we really appreciate because it, it gives us feedback and, and we know what's also going on across the country. Right. And, and the tone is the same. You know, they're demoralized, beaten down, assaulted, accused of being murderers. You know, it all sounds familiar, right? Yeah. You know, the, to the events that occurred in, during the Vietnam War when the veterans came back. Yep. It was the same type of stuff, same type of rhetoric, same type of shit. Where the soldiers of Vietnam were treated so badly, they were ashamed to say they were in the army or the Marines right. or whatever service they were in. They were ashamed. They wouldn't go to the hospital to to take care of their Agent Orange issues yeah. or whatever other issues, injuries they sustained at war. They wouldn't go to the hospital because hospitals were turning them away. And that's what policing veterans. has turned into. That's what police, exactly. That's what policing has turned into. Why do cops now are very reluctant to do a drive through or go get coffee or like now it seems everything is done in house because, yeah. because cops are very, very hyper vigilant out there. Yeah. Especially uniform guys. Yeah. You know, uniform patrol, you guys are there. You're the target. You're, you're what represents the government. You're the front target. You're the front target. And, and society has, has their new scapegoat. And, and for the failure of policy. The, so the, the failure of policy, yeah. right? And how we say we're, we've been touting the, the enough thing. Yeah. We're saying enough with this bullshit. Yeah. Going back to the military. Yeah. There's two things that I want to bring up here. Yep. Remember years ago, years ago, if you heard that there was 168 genders, you'd be like, what? Yeah. What? What do you, what do yeah. you, you either have a dick or a, like, what? Yeah. What, yeah. what do you mean? And now we've accepted it, yeah. that there's 168 genders. Yeah. Five years ago, five years ago, this isn't a long time ago, five years ago, it used to be called gender personality disorder. Mm. It was a disorder, a medical disorder. Oh, okay. Diagnosable. Okay. Now it's not. Okay. I get it. Times change. Mm-hmm. There was no line that was ever drawn with these things. Yeah. Right? Yeah. What happens when there's no line, It people just go right over yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the point, what I'm trying to make, what's happening in the military, in the special operations community? Have you heard this? No. What is it? Operators are no longer allowed to call each other brother. What? They're no. I'll send you the article. Yeah, send me the article. We're talking about tier one people. Yeah. Tier one fucking badasses. Yeah. Right? They're no longer allowed to speak to the enemy in using gender terms. Fucking enemy doesn't care. So think about how far it's gotten because we haven't drawn the line. Oh my God. Think about that. You have the top tier, fucking tier one fucking operators that aren't allowed to say, they have to essentially say they, them, or ask what your enemy's fucking pronoun is. <laughs> think about how ridiculous that is. I'll tell you right now, you go, you go uh, an Al-Qaeda guy and you 
describe him as a pronoun, he'll probably try to gut you. Right. <laughs> exactly. But now, okay, what's the relevance of that in policing? Do you know this about the UK? Uh, uh, let's ask, and I have friends in the UK too. We should probably bring them on the show. Yeah. When you put out a description of a suspect, yeah. you're not allowed to say black male, white male. Did you know that? Yeah, we uh, actually, um, I don't know if you know this, but certain colleges in the country, in the U.S. did, uh, did that. Actually, so it's starting network. here. Yeah, it, it, <laughs> I remember I remember this started, oh, shit. I, you know what? I'll have to research to see yeah. one because at the time I was still working in the big city for the transit system when this happened. Yeah. And it was a couple colleges, uh, not not where we work, but uh, but down south or out west more, um, where they dropped uh, rates altogether. Yeah. Where all they say is you're looking for... Uh, whoever um, you're looking for for a male with uh, white t-shirt blue jeans what you're right I, now I'm seeing this but what's gonna happen because there was no line oh, no drawn in male. England that's not gonna it's be gonna male. be no male yeah you're gonna get a description of yeah. the dispatcher's gonna come over the air and be like ah oh, we're looking for a human being yeah <laughs> am I wrong no that's pretty <laughs> that's dude, I could totally see that. you could see it and do you know how funny that would be? I mean it, but that's what it's gonna come down to uh, people uh, our non-cop uh, listeners, even cop <laughs> listeners, realize this. It's coming. It's fucking. It, it's it's here, the my friend. The description is gonna be. <laughs> you're gonna be looking for a Neanderthal. Uh, a homo sapien. Yeah. Sapient. Yeah. 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 You're gonna be looking for a homo sapien, um, most likely walking in an upright position. Um, they are um, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the last thing is going to be location. Yeah, exactly. Fucking location bias. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, I could. T it's, we're totally turning into that demolition man future. We are. <laughs> you know. And it's all being influenced from the outside. Exactly. And and for the younger don't know demolition man, watch it, then you'll see what we mean. I'm sure majority of our listeners know. It's a mix of demolition man and idiocracy. Oh, dude. Actually, that's perfect. Right. That's perfect. It's a perfect fucking mix. Yeah. So you have you have one more paragraph here. Did we read this? Uh, let uh, me. see. I speak to police officers. Oh yeah, no, yeah, we did that. We we, we spoke, did. Yeah, we spoke to officers across the country and. Okay. And yeah, yeah, no, so so and and that last bit is society picked the scapegoat. It's, okay. It's it's the because of the for the failure of policy and that is going to hurt us all in, in the end and and that's the domino effect that you're talking about. That where the where double that, domino where where that one domino upright. Yep. And as soon as that falls, I wish you guys the best of luck because I'm going to be on an island somewhere else. People hear these statements sometimes, I'm in, and I've said them before. And people criticize me for them, and they're like, it'll never happen. It'll never happen. It'll never happen. It's September 11th wasn't supposed to happen. The number one reason in the September the 9-11 commission, the number, that giant book, yeah, yeah. the number one fucking reason they was didn't the believe lack it. of imagination. Yeah. Lack of and, imagination. And I think I've told you before that if they gave me that intel, I'd say, fuck yeah, they'd do it. <laughs> I know. But just think about it all, all the way around, right? The Brits say, the Americans, the colonies will never revolt. Exactly. They didn't think of, yeah. The North, the South will never revolt. Yep. We'll never fucking have to accept 168 genders. Yep. And if we do, our fucking SEAL teams won't have to Stop calling each other brother. Yeah. It's it's and be more inclusive. It's very it'll never happen. Slowly. It's right it's happening. Under our noses. Yeah. And 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 again, it's it's not about politics. It's not no. about it simply about the right thing. The right thing to do. Just think about 
all these things, pe- people don't realize the consequences. No, no, no. Of what it's going to do to my 10-year-old. Even, even, even past that. Their kids and their, right. their kids. What's you know, next? What's next? And, and as cops, we, again, first, second, third, fourth, fifth order of effects. Right. We think in those things. <laughs> exactly. You know, we're visualizing. We are visualizing. That's right. What we are at, what our actions is going to do in a certain neighborhood. What is that going to look like five years down the road? Exactly. It, we visualize. That's the whole point of but, policing. But but we know some cops aren't able to visualize that as well. But for those of us who have that imagination, we can see it. Right. We're, we see it and we see the dangers that are coming with it. Yes. And it's fucking sad, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's sad. So, so guys, listen. Heavy, heavy episode. It was actually. a heavy episode. <laughs> no matter what we said, uh, it didn't allude to anything Nazi, did it? No. Uh, well, I don't know. I don't know. I'm going right back to this know. guy because I fucking love him. <laughs> Guys, listen, thank you so much for listening. Thank our supporters, HavocJournal.com, GymJunkies.com, VectorShields.com, WellnessForWarriors.live, LiveBoston617.org, EagleEyeFirearmsMA.com, ODKit.com, GunTrack.app, and we want a special shout-out to KP over at FitCops. Guys, we love you. Thank you so much. Stay safe. Stay safe, man. Thank you.